I think you are a visionary, Rajiv ji. And at times, visionaries are at a disadvantage that the common people fail to appreciate what a person with foresight is trying to explain. And I think I've seen this happen quite a few times. And I think this is happening as far as use of AI and all these algorithms are concerned that India as a nation needs to get its own act together. India as a nation needs to build up its own institutions, utilizing all these modern technologies if India has to face the challenge. Uh, I'm not so sure that despite all the things that are happening, progress is happening. We have woken up in the country, let's say in the geopolitical and strategic issues. Are we employing some of the artificial intelligence, let's say in cyber warfare modules and techniques? Any comments, Rajivji? Yeah, I think uh, uh, India has pockets of uh, AI strength. Uh, you know, in, I'll tell you something. If you look at the AI engineers, not only just working level regular people, but also the top tiers, the brilliant guys, uh, Indians and Chinese are the vast majority of, uh, you know, Americans, Indians, and Chinese are beyond uh, numerically, like more than any European country, more than Japanese also nowadays. So we are among the three groups of people. Question is, the Indian brains, who are they working for? Who are they employed by? Are they employed by Silicon Valley? Are they employed by American companies, Wall Street companies, or are they really working for India? That is the, the issue. So my concern is not that there is shortage of Indian talent, but uh, the Indian government needs to mobilize and use this talent in a bigger way. And, and I, I, I was disappointed with the reception for, by uh, Niti Aayog to, uh, I wanted to, I actually wanted to give them a huge number of copies of this so they can have people read it. And I, I just wanted to keep the, keep give seminars and, and, and go to various departments and ministries and teach about how AI can be applied here, AI can be applied there. In fact, I even said that every state, every state government should create an AI cell. And I'll be happy to, to go there. I don't want anything for it. I don't want any appointment, name, money. Any, I'd be happy to go uh, start some kind of a workshop to teach them these things. Uh, but you know, the traction has to come from their side. Now, the good thing is that the Indo-Pacific Alliance has brought in some key technologies to the attention of the Indian side. And one of the most receptive parts of the Indian, India, India, Indian country, one of the most receptive kind of people, to my thoughts, are the military people, Indian military people. When my book came out, I was invited by the uh, army headquarters for a closed door. And I did a closed door. There were about 30 uh, centers across India, each with an auditorium with people. Some of them had 50 people, some of them had 200, 300 people each. And it was like a, 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 on, a, on a screen, they all, all were there. And I was talking and they were interacting. Each of them got a chance to ask a question. This went on for a long time. I've had discussions with uh, generals in the army, with admirals, you know, with air vice marshals. Uh, 
different defense oriented people. I must say the defense people, when I talk to them, they understand how important it is. It doesn't mean that we are necessarily doing enough about it, but we, they certainly understand the need to do it. They certainly understand the threat. They certainly understand how the world of military is going to be revolutionized and where we are today and where we need to be. So they do understand the overall naksha. They understand that whole map. But you know, I only hope the government is backing these guys. We got the, we got the people who are on the ground at senior levels very competent. I'd be so happy to help every way I can. Uh, I think the, the close proximity with the US through this Indo-Pacific <clears throat> gave both sides to brief each other on their future and their thinking and strategies and you know cross-fertilizing cross ideas. And so the Indians have now become very aware that this is a very big important issue. So some uh, initiatives have started some uh, new groups have been created by the government on AI. Uh, there is a white paper. Uh, but you know, the, the level of funding is very small compared to China. And considering that we are 10 years behind to catch up, you need more. So I'll just stop there because I, I, I have a lot of friends, uh, a friendship with people in that group. And I don't want to uh, you know, say too much publicly because I'm also in private conversations. I think that's a very uh, succinct answer to the uh, question I posed, because not only we are behind, we have the governing aspect that is always, you know, restricted by forces within the country that prevent actually any kind of budgetary allocation to some of these issues because of the peculiar nature of our noisy democracy. Let's see yeah. if other people I think the word, the word noisy democracy is a very appropriate word. I mean, there's a lot of good things about uh, noisy democracy, but then also it holds back the speed of progress. No, exactly, exactly. Let's see if other people have questions. So the floor is open. If anyone wants to ask a question, so I'll ask for a supplementary question. So China is preparing a robotic army. Yes. And there are hints that they are going to deploy this robotic army on Indo-Tibetan border. Yes, I, I, in fact, I mentioned it in my book. Yeah, uh, with your informal deliberations and all, are we preparing for that challenge of dealing with a robotic army? No, we're not. See, it's not a uh, robotic army is not uh, like a uh, robot looking like human beings, you know. Uh, they could be looking like a small thing that uh, goes and gets rid of minds. Uh, there could be something else which, uh, which has a, a facial recognition. It's a little uh, drone, it flies around and it has a camera and it, it's looking for a particular person, maybe a military general. And, and his job is to go find that particular person and shoot him. Uh, you know, like an assassin, but you don't need to send a human assassin. And some of these uh, are so small, like the size of a butterfly, and they have infrared they night vision. Uh, they can just go flying around and come inside your window. You don't even know it's here. It's maybe in this room. So uh, the ultra miniaturization uh, and more and more, uh, you know, what's called edge computing. Edge computing means that you don't even have to send signals back to the back to the cloud. Cloud, uh, it's self-sufficient. It's been given instructions, go do this, 
shoot anybody who looks like this. Just do it and just self-destruct. Now, the point is that you can, they, they are perfecting these. Uh, and and then, then these very miniature tanks, you know, miniature tanks, uh, miniature tanks that now you don't have the, they don't have the problem like human beings can't be on high altitude because of breathing, your lungs cannot take it. When you have a soldier who goes to the high altitude uh, for uh, several, for a few weeks, he has to not be fighting or going, doing work. He has to just get acclimatized. And this is where the Tibetans are better acclimatized because their lungs are meant for high altitude. This is why the Tibetans are a very important part of the Indian army and, and, the, and the Gurkhas, the Nepali people also, the people who are from high altitude. But even so, the machines are not able, not uh, dependent on, uh, you know, being able to breathe properly and so on. So they've been developed for that condition. I think you will expect uh, China's uh, move, uh, just like people are fearing what they may do to Taiwan. The point is that their bigger fear is India. My concern is that while there are many countries in the world ready to take some action in case they suddenly take over uh, uh, Taiwan, uh, you know, in the case of India, we're pretty much on, uh, India's on its own. The, the, uh, the Indo-Pacific is more for the Navy, for the ocean side. I don't think that the Indo-Pacific, uh, the Indo-Pacific uh, allies will put boots on the ground in the mountains to help India. So India should be developing counter robotic countermeasures. Uh, and you know, the, the Chinese have built a, a few dozen villages on the border. Yes. And they're claiming that these are already villagers and we are giving them pakka houses and no villagers there. These are military camps. They are just a front. Uh, they'll have a few people who look like farmers walking around with some you know, animals. They're just to, for PR. But actually, this is a staging place where they can hide these kind of weapons uh, and operate from there. So India is India needs to take all this very seriously. And China is not something that uh, uh, you can go beg them and say, Hanji, we'll exchange some gifts and make friends with them. President Xi is very vicious guy. He just is absolutely determined. He, and Pakistan is aligned with that. Pakistan will, any boots on the ground, any physical risk, Pakistan is more than willing to volunteer and say, okay, we will take care of the physical level of boots on the ground and do that dirty work for you, but you got to supply the technology. So this combination of China's technology and Pakistan sort of, uh, uh, you know, doing its work is a very dangerous situation that India has. And, and um, uh, I, I, I'm constantly saying this because I want more, I want the people to take it seriously and they don't like to hear this, but you know, that's my job. I have to, I, I'm not trying to be popular. I, I, I just want to shake people up so that our country can be safe. So I see uh, Gauran Desaiji has raised his hand and Gauranji, please go ahead. You will need to Unmuted. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, Rajuji. Uh, that was great speech, great uh, presentation. Uh, I have more of a practical level question. So when you talk about uh, algorithms and uh, AI, can we come up with more predictable uh, uh, module uh, for one, uh, predicting uh, our own Indian uh, origin uh, lawmakers, how they'll behave? so that we can make sure that we don't uh, support them. And we always talk about uh, people attacking us with these uh, algorithms. Why can't we 
think of it as a semi-reverse engineer where uh, we can predict that and uh, blunt the uh, uh, attack. So let me take the second one. Okay, the first one, you know, the, the, the ability is there to predict uh, the psychology, build an emotional model, build a psychological model of some people based on looking at all their data, all their actions, all their choices uh, from social media and from other places. Then you build a map and AI builds a kind of a model of trying to predict what, what is Gorang Desai likely to do in this situation or that situation, or what will Rajiv Manotra do? So that you can apply to lawmakers, you can apply to uh, opposition members, uh, you can apply to known terrorists and suspects. You can have a, you can be quietly monitoring these people with face recognition and seeing what they're up to and predict before they do something bad. You can, you can do all that. Uh, but the interesting question you asked, the second one, why aren't we taking the offensive? Now, this is a very important thing. I have given private talks off camera to people in, in India. I don't want to go into detail over many years. Um, advising exactly that, that, you know, what the, let's say US is setting up a network of think tanks in India and influencing the Indian youth and creating uh, using it to create gather with uh, you know this this uh, victim group and that victim group and shudras and dalits and muslims and you know whatever all kind of things they're do, doing all that all the time uh, and ai is helping now india should be doing that in pakistan in bangladesh in nepal in sri lanka in maldives india should be doing it we should be creating uh, using this uh, using this uh, technology we should be creating uh, uh, you know the influencing of the minds of youth people, youth uh, in those countries. We should be having the social media, which is, uh, you know, rather India being a consumer of American social media, we should actually have a social media that neighboring countries and other, uh, you know, developing countries in part, different parts of the world uh, are, are, they become loyal to it, they become, they use it and we can keep feeding them. Not only it makes a lot of money because if you look at who are the richest people in the world, it's these kind of people who are very rich. So there's a lot of money to be made, but also there's a lot of influence. I mean, India is under the influence of the American, uh, uh, you know, uh, internet uh, and all the, and all the content. They are deciding what we'll see, what we'll not see, uh, you know, who, who you'll relate to, who you will like, who you will not like, all of that stuff there. India should take that role for its neighborhood, for sure. Uh, and, 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 you know, we have a cultural similarity with Pakistan. We have a cultural similarity with the Bangladesh. We have in the South with, with Sri Lanka. All three of these have a overlap culture with our people in terms of language, in terms of music, in terms of history. We ought to create AI, use AI to create very so soft, sophisticated, not looking like in an, in an angry way or looking like we are trying to take them over, but in a very nice way uh, in the name of some kind of culture and all that. We ought to play that role. This should be the job of somebody. I, I suggested this to the culture ministry, that this should be what culture ministry should do. Uh, but, but, you know, I'm not sure, <laughs> I'm not good at going and selling ideas to uh, government people, you know. Uh, PM Modi is always in wonderful listening, uh, to, uh, sit down and listen to my ideas, then it turn, turns over to somebody else has to uh, listen and do something and then it has to go somewhere else. By the time it reaches the bureaucrats, you know, they're not, uh, they're just very uh, sit, set in their way. So that is the, that is the, 
uh, obstacle, I see. But your question is absolutely right. India should be, uh, the word aggressor has a negative connotation, but so let's just say India should be an exporter of uh, AI-based knowledge systems to other countries that we can influence them. That's uh, how it should be. The best way to portray it would be that India should build the capacity yeah. internally yes. to be self-sufficient in AI and cyber warfare and things like that. So I'll ask a follow-up question. In 2020, a professor in Chinese Academy of Social Sciences boasted that in Galwan War, China had used microwave and laser weapons to sort of uh, on the battleground against Indian soldiers. And the report was denied by, of course, Indian military. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I would not be surprised at all. And I, but there was something in the Indian military which said that the Chinese used uh, unexpected, unconventional weapon. They, 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 that term was there. Some uh, uh, Chinese had some uh, surprising, out of the ordinary, uh, you know, weapons. But they did not describe what, because I think they did not want to uh, alarm the public, and they did not want uh, people to. Uh, they did not want to disclose how much they know. Uh, so, but I'm sure people in military intelligence uh, have some idea. And you know, China will test these things on a limited scale here and there. China, this Galwan thing is a kind of a. Uh, Americans are always testing weapons. You know, sometimes yes. you all. Yes. So China is also testing weapons. They learned a lot of from America how to be an aggressive country. You know, they, they're learning that. So a lot of little skirmish here and there. We may think uh, they came, they did something to us, and we pushed them back, and we are big heroes. But the point is that the learning they did, how to train their algorithms, what, what capturing they're doing of our videos, of how they're watching the reaction, our reaction, the learning, how to make their weapons better and better. So even if at the end of the day, the line of control didn't change, it moved five kilometers and then moved back to where it was, the point is that they are weaponizing and learning more about that. And we are on the defensive. So we have to, we have to have, we have to accelerate the, the, the AI technologies and AI is a name for cluster of technologies, a lot of technologies. We should, we should have a, here's my thought that I've said many times and you guys are deshpats and a lot of connections. I've said that like there is a space commission and like the Atomic Energy Commission, there should be an AI commission. Bhava, Homi Bhava is to convince Nehru that even if you are very poor people and we are having to import food and it, uh, everybody in the world will say you're too poor to afford atomic energy of, uh, commission, but we have to do it because in the future, you will, if you don't do it, you will suffer. And now we are so glad we did it. And then Satish Dhawan, who was a classmate of my father in Lahore, government college Lahore, so I used to know him when I was a kid. He's uh, the person who convinced the Indian government uh, Indira Gandhi's time that we should make this ISRO a very big thing. ISRO already existed, but to really make it into a very big thing. So India is on par with the world uh, in certain technologies. 
So it takes somebody like a Baba stature or somebody like a Satish Dhawan stature to really convince uh, the highest level that, listen, you have to create a very big establishment. And these are things with tens of thousands of scientists in Baba Atomic Research and in uh, ISRO. One is in outside of Mumbai, one is in Bangalore. You should pick a different city. Don't do it in Delhi. Do not start some kind of a thing in Delhi. It's too political. St start in some other state and give them a lot of resources and keep them keep the politicians away. That, we need to do that. Uh, I think Suresh Raiji had raised his hand. Suresh Raiji, do you have a question for Rajivji? Yeah, quick question. Thanks, Rajivji. This is Suresh Rai, and I'm calling from Baton Rouge. Uh, it's really nice to hear you, and especially the threats that you have uh, written down in your book and also talked about today. They are real threats, and AI is going to be the most important uh, tool, just like at one time during Industrial Revolution, the new industries were. Uh, yeah. My question to you is, uh, I know you are doing a great job uh, trying to catch right person in government, but is it possible to pick up somebody in a state like UP? UP in itself, because I come from UP, and that's why I'm thinking about UP more. Uh, at least Yogi Z is doing the right thing as I see from the newspaper. And if you pick up a state like that and all these ideas that you have said, they are real threats and they have real need for the country but if at least one state can create a role model, hopefully that will uh, let others to learn from it. What's see, your thought on that? Yeah, thank you very much uh, for good thoughts. Uh, see, everybody must uh, concentrate on where they can make the biggest impact. So now I'm 71 years old. Uh, so I have to put, uh, finalize and put out that I have 20 more books to do, 20 more books on many, many different topics. I've been researching for a long time. I don't want to uh, leave it incomplete because that work will not get finished. Nobody else will take it up and do it. I have to finish those books, which I started there. Some of them are 95% complete, 99% complete. So I have to get those out. And that's my job. The next book I'm going to produce, uh, it's a 600 page book. It's going to be turned over within, the next, within May and then it'll be out later in the summer. It's going to create such a huge impact in terms of educating people. So my job is to be the uh, original thinker, the strategic thinker. And then, you know, I should not be the one having to go and sell it to political people and go keep making rounds and they'll come back and say, Achha, ye proposal likho, PowerPoint banado, ab flana ye bhejo. I mean, I've done that many times. I'm not, I, I'm not good at it, okay? I must acknowledge what I'm not good at. So I'm good at the ideas, the develop the proposals, plans. I'm a good CEO in terms of executing. I used to run companies, but then I was the boss. I didn't have to go convince anybody. If I wanted to do something, I just pick up the phone and say, do it. And that's it. I did not have to argue, write proposal, beg people. So I'm not made for that. That is some other people have to do. 
and I am available to give uh, to get, conduct workshops on my books. I'm available to educate people. I'm available to mentor other people. I want to do whatever I can do, which I feel is going to have impact right away. But uh, to work through a very complicated human resource of political people, bureaucratic people, many, many parties, and a lot of uh, nuances and subtleties and what to say, what not to say. I'm not really cut out for that. That's my hon very honest, honest. Thanks point. a lot. You made your point uh, very clear. Uh, I understand. We, we, we have two more questions, and we are running out of time. So Yes, please. Let's, let's, because I have, yes, I have to leave also. So let's have those questions quickly. Yeah. Uh, Kananji, please go ahead and ask your question. Uh, Rajivji, really happy to uh, see you. I'm calling from Chicago. I've read all your books. You know, I'm trying to recommend to my friends you know, to read. Uh, it's really transformative. I think people should definitely read all your books. That said, you know, the whole framework we are using is all Western you know, framework. So for, for India to build the whole AI in Vedic framework or Hindu you know, framework, that's, 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 that's a lot of things needs to be done in your education, not just you know, one area, there are multiple things to do. Uh, seems to be a daunting task. You know? Your books gives, uh, uh, opens up all the challenges that we have but it seems to be a major things to be achieved, you know. Uh, so I, I, I'm really aligned with you. But where do we start, you know? So you've opened up a lot of battlegrounds. But we need to do education, you know, uh, thinking, you know, training people. There are just so many things, fundamental things. But we are building on top of Western framework. All the things we are doing is all on Western framework. Yeah, Kalanji, I must congratulate you. You have picked up the gist of my points in the books. This is a very important point you picked up. That, you know, not only we are not building intellectual property, we are building it for other people. We're providing the engineers to build other people's intellectual property. For, but beyond that, we are also doing it on their platform, on their, uh, their ideology, their metaphysics, not the Vedic system, but their system, which means we're making their system stronger and not developing our own potential, which would be very important for us. So, you know, the, the thing is that, uh, let, me, let me raise this issue. Why aren't the gurus uh, who have got money, they have the knowledge of the Vedic system, lot of uh, technocrats are their followers, young people looking for things to do. If the guru says do it, they'll do it. If I say do it, they'll say, who are you? You know, like that. So why aren't these guys, uh, I mean, I've even sent out feeders to, I don't want to name because then they get really upset. But I've sent out feelers to all the popular big gurus, private sort of things, uh, suggesting what, what could be important projects for our civilization using the modern technology. Because future, you know, in future, people will be communicating in the metaverse. They will be living it's, uh, it's in the metaverse. Uh, you'll have a metaverse ashram. They'll be doing a ritual there in the metaverse. You'll be... Uh, conducting some ritual there. So we are not investing in those kind of things. We wait, but you know, when this metaverse comes out, uh, 23 and 24 will be big years for, uh, my, uh, for Facebook and then many others will come out. Uh, the point is that we will be following and then we'll be saying, okay, we have supplied a lot of engineers. I know a lot of engineers at uh, Facebook 
personally I know who are working on these things, Indian engineers, but they're not working for something Indian, you know, they just, they're not working for a kind of a Vedic verse, meta versus Vedic verse, a, a kind of a virtual reality where uh, the youth are able to participate, get educated, get benefits, learn, enhance, meditate, have understand deities, have darshans. I mean, all of this is, should be happening. Uh, the, we are we have the we have the ancient knowledge in the Vedas, tremendous frameworks. By the way, one of the things going on at a frantic rate is to learn those ideas, Vedic ideas and copy them and put them in the Western framework, including Christianity, including secular frameworks, including Jewish framework, like that, rapidly going on. I am seeing this. I'm going there, standing alone, standing with all these guys and having argument with them. I cannot uh, stop it, you know, I can, but I'm writing books on uh, to educate our people about it. So uh, these are these are big pieces, big, big projects, as you said, it's not a few people here and there. And it'll take movers and shakers like some big gurus could take on this kind of project. We have we have the Shankaracharya Mats, all kind of Mats. We have various modern gurus. Uh, we have such super large uh, temple organizations uh, in North America uh, with huge resources, but there is no interest in doing this kind of thing. You know, when I went to the local temple for the last 25, 30 years, actually when they started about 30 years ago, the first meeting was in my house only. And I wrote, I was so happy, wrote to write them a check and say, okay, now get the project started. And then they bought the land and then they do all this. They bought actually uh, existing house of worship and converted it. So it, I know all the people for 30 years. But when I go there, they're so respectful, so nice and all that. But as far as their, their business model is concerned, it's all ritual and worship, bhakti, which I like. I like that. I'm, I'm into bhakti. But that is what generates revenue, you know, for you can have a bhakti event and people will sponsor it for $108, for $1,008. They will sponsor all these things and the temple is good business. But if you do the kind of thing I'm talking about, it's a lot of investment and they don't see a return. And there, these, these, these temple these temple trustees are very practical type people. They want to figure out what's, uh, you know, how what's a tangible return for them, you know. And what we, you and I are talking about, too abstract. So we have uh, time to take one more question. There's yes. one question in the chat function. Sir, I'm Akanksha from India. I'm Akanksha from India, sir. Okay. Sir, I'm a news writer. Uh, sir, I would like to put my question in Hindi, if uh, you allow me. That's okay. Prepare. Uh, sir, uh, आपने जिस तरह से बात की राजी सर ने हिंदू फोबिया के बारे में बोलिए हेलो एम आई ऑडिबल सर हां जी हां जी जिस तरह से आपने हिंदू फोबिया की बात की और भारत में जो अभी माहौल है जैसे हम देख पा रहे हैं कि भी हनुमान चालीसा और अजान को लेकर बहस चल रही है हमारे देश में और हमने दिल्ली में भी देखा कि कुछ जगहों पे हनुमान जयंती पर या कुछ और जगहों पे रामनवमी के अवसर पर यहां पे कुछ जगह दंगे हुए झगड़े हुए आपको क्या लगता है आर्टिफिशियल इंटेलिजेंस की क्या भूमिका होती है इन चीजों को बढ़ाने में या हम कैसे से फिक्स कर सकते हैं आर्टिफिशियल इंटेलिजेंस के द्वारा वायलेंस स्प्रेड की जा रही है ये जो राइट्स हुए थे फार्मर के टाइम पर इसमें जॉर्ज सोरस का हाथ था जो 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 सी के अगेंस्ट हुए थे ये जो 
थ्रू सोशल मीडिया भड़काया जा था ये मेरे को जो ये जो हनुमान जयंती में जो हुआ है उसमें शायद इंटरनेट का ज्यादा रोल नहीं था मेरे को मालूम नहीं पर पहले जो सोशल अनरेस्ट हुए थे जो पब्लिक में लोग आकर काफी दंगा मचा रहे थे उसमें सोशल मीडिया का रोल था और वो सोशल मीडिया को भड़काने के लिए उन्होंने एल्गोरिथम यूज किए थे कि किसको क्या मैसेज जाएंगे किसको क्या मैसेज जाएंगे सो ये एक तरह की जैसे काउंटर टेररिज्म होती है जिसका काम होता है कि आप टेररिज्म पर ध्यान रखें उसके ऊपर निगाह रखें और उसको बचाएं उसको एंटिसिपेट करें और उसको उसको रुकावट करें इसी तरह से ये एक एक तरह की साइबर वॉरफेयर में ये साइबर वॉरफेयर का काम है ये साइबर वॉरफेयर का काम है कि आप दूसरे के कैंप में थोड़ा प्रॉब्लम कर सकते हैं और वो जो हमारे कैंप में प्रॉब्लम करेगा उसको हम बचा सकते हैं ये एक साइबर वॉरफेयर होने हो रही है इसी को साइबर वॉरफेयर बोलते हैं जो साइकोलॉजिकल तरीके से अलग अलग तरीके से इलेक्ट्रॉनिक डिजिटल तरीके से अपने दुश्मन को हराया जाए तो इसके लिए साइबर वॉरफेयर ग्रुप्स चाहिए जैसे आप आप मिलिट्री में जैसे पहले एनसीसी होती थी हमारे जमाने में तो आजकल की एनसीसी वालों को ये करना चाहिए जैसे जैसे कई लोग शाखा में आरएसएस के शाखा होते थे होते हैं तो अब इस तरह के शाखे होने चाहिए साइबर वॉरफेयर शाखा ऐसे होने चाहिए क्यों नहीं होने चाहिए जब जब ओनली व्हेन आवर लीडर्स थिंक लाइक दिस व्हेन द लीडर्स एट द टॉप से करें भी ये तो बहुत ही इंपॉर्टेंट है आई हैव बीन सेइंग आई आप मेरे को गिव मी हंड्रेड गुड थिंकर्स एंड स्कॉलर्स एंड गिव मी फैसिलिटी मेरे को कुछ और चाहिए नहीं आई विल ट्रेन देम मैंने ये बहुत बार बोल चुका मैं आपके वन लोग तैयार कर दूंगा और फिर उनको जो भी आप चाहते हैं तुम ले जाओ जहां भी चाहते हो उनसे काम करवा बट दे विल बी वेरी नॉलेजेबल बिकॉज आई डोंट वांट दैट वन डे आई एम टू ओल्ड और आई एम डेड और मेरे काम आई कुड नॉट स्प्रेड इट माय जॉब इज टू स्प्रेड इट सो थैंक यू वेरी मच फॉर आस्किंग द क्वेश्चन सो राजीव जी जस्ट टू सप्लीमेंटेड व्हाट आकांक्षा जी वाज आस्किंग देयर वाज अ पर्टिकुलर फ्रेज यूज्ड एंड दैट वाज टूलकिट सो यस सीए uh shahin bag you know and even uh, for some of the other agitations toolkits were prepared in advance yes and they were adhered to and yes. stupid people like uh, that uh, uh autistic kid you know and malala and mia khalifa they actually published those greta आइडियोलॉजी निकल रही है जो जिसके बारे में अभी नई मेरी जो नेक्स्ट पुस्तक है काफी डिटेल में बताया गया है वो आइडियोलॉजी को आम आदमी पर लाने के लिए टूल किट चाहिए मतलब टूल किट ब्रिज इज द गैप बिटवीन द इंटेलेक्चुअल एंड द एक्टिविस्ट ओके इट्स लाइक इट्स लाइक डॉक्टर अग्निहोत्री इज इज अ लॉयर ही नोज लीगल लैंग्वेज बट लेट्स से हिज स्ट्रेटेजी हैज टू बी टॉट टू लॉट ऑफ लो लेवल लो जूनियर लेवल लीगल पीपल सो समबडी सेज कि लेट्स मेक अ टूल किट आपकी जो नॉलेज है जो उसका तत्व है वो हम वहां पहुंचा देंगे और लेट्स से यू नो डॉक्टर पुरोहित इज 
come up with a brilliant new medical thing and uh, or Adityanji, you come up with some great breakthrough. But now you want that uh, every village, image or log, they should be able to do some work. So you create a toolkit. So this is ideological toolkit. You same example to me ye ideology ke department may ye social sciences may have toolkit pada karneka this is a whole new theory how to do this i'm writing a lot about it in my next book rajiv ji aap bhartiya antarrashtriya bhartiya maitri sansthan ke manch par aaye iske liye hum aapke hriday se aabhari hain hum bahut harshit hain aur gauravanvit hain ki aap apne uchch vichardhara ko yahan pe sabke samne leke aaye और हमारा ये अनुरोध है कि यह आपका पहला नहीं आखरी नहीं आप बार-बार आएंगे मैं देख रहा हूं कि हमारे माननीय अग्निहोत्री जी आपसे कुछ कहना चाहते हैं तो उनको कहने दीजिए उसके पश्चात हम यह सभा समाप्त करेंगे राजीव जी हिंदी में बोल रहे हैं बहुत-बहुत धन्यवाद बहुत ही आनंद आया वेरी नाइस इट्स वंडरफुल आप संस्कृत में बात करते हैं संस्कृत में कहते हैं गच्छतु भवान पुनर्दर्शन आए ओके नमस्कार